I'm excited for today because we have another conversation with an entrepreneur who was able to sell the company they built. Big congrats to our guest today. There are a lot of things we're going to dive into, like how to use data on ad conversion to optimize ad spend, how to use data to increase retention by finding drivers of churn and subscription pause, use data to find drop-off points in your conversion funnels, and how he went from his company, Camskins, to all things marketing. Now he has a director role over there. So Colin, thank you very much for joining that entrepreneur show. Thank you. I appreciate it, Vincent. Uh, thanks for having me on and super excited to dive into it. I'm excited to dive into this journey and thank you to everyone tuning in and doing your part to help make this a 1.5% global podcast. I'm very grateful for that. All these guests that continue to come on and share their story. Colin, I want to learn more about this first company because now you're thriving. You've got a ton of marketing experience. I know you're going to push that forward to our audience, but teach us a little bit about what went on in that first round. Sure. Full disclosure too, that was my third attempt as a company. Uh, the other two failed. The first one failed very publicly and it was very brutal and I just burned out completely. Uh, and the second one was, it was semi-successful. And then it also kind of opened the door to the third one because I discovered the problem in the second one. And so Camskins was technically the third company, but the first like, all right, we actually did this. Um, but it, it was incredible. It was during uh, COVID and it started to scale up during COVID and it started to become a very real thing during COVID, which was, was really exciting. Let's talk more about it. What exactly was the company built around? Sure. So Campskins was, if you could imagine, you can get your car wrapped with a vinyl wrap. Uh, I just took the same exact process and then I applied it to consumer electronics. So you can think uh, laptops, cameras, um, drones, GoPros, iPads, all of those. Um, and you can wrap it and customize it. That's pretty sweet. I think that's caught on. I've seen similar things down here now when you go through the mall. Um, now you're doing all things marketing. Let's learn a little more about that role. Yeah. So now I'm the director of marketing for a company called Zenlytic. Um, we're a BI tool. So there's this really big thing that's come out with Chat ChatGPT. And so we've basically leveraged large language models so you can talk directly to your data because companies have a boatload of data that they basically can never go through. And it's, it's just so confusing. And so the question became, what if you could talk to your data the same way you and I are talking right now? What if we could, you could just have a conversation with it and then it could respond with 100% accuracy? Um, what, could, what could that give you as far as insights to, to push that business forward? That's pretty remarkable. Um, how long has this company been around? That's, that's pretty revolutionary. Yeah, so we've been operating since 2019. Amazing. And then also been incorporating the LLMs into it. And then also we've added this thing. It's extremely nerdy, but it's called a semantic layer. And so a lot of people will see that ChatGPT hallucinates a ton. And so you could ask it a math question and it will say it won't always give you 100% accurate uh, response. But the semantic layer on top of Zenlytic allows for 100% accuracy for the questions and answers. That's pretty incredible. I know marketing for me, we were talking about it's always challenging and it's time consuming, really yeah. not knowing where to focus your efforts. For me, I got wrapped in the entrepreneurial whirlwind for a while, just staying afloat, doing all these things, but never really excelling at one area of marketing, I could say digitally. 
As a marketing professional, what are some of the more challenging parts you still find with marketing? Yeah, for sure. I think um, I think Apple is not making it easier as time is going by. Uh, they're making it a lot harder for you to track everything. And a lot of people like to paint Facebook as like the villain of this story. Facebook is trying their absolute best to try to give us the best row as possible on the platform. Yep. And I just imagine Mark Zuckerberg is just like, I'm trying over here. Apple just keeps throwing me curveballs and yeah. it is making my life brutal. Um, the biggest thing is, is basically switching to omni-channel marketing. And so a lot of that has to do with operating from MER um, and really switching it from a solo platform of reporting and trusting that hundred percent and really switching to, all right, let's look at this thing from 10,000 feet. Let's see how this is affecting the entire org instead of channel by channel. Um, it's a huge, huge thing that you have to pivot on. Yeah, I can imagine you've already given me so much knowledge in our limited time here. I'm excited to learn a little more about you here. If you could recommend one book, app, workshop, anything, what would you recommend to our community? You seem to be a very well-knowledge individual, so I'm excited to see what you're putting forth. Sure. Um, I would say book would be Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Um, I haven't heard of that, that one. Please tell me. This book will change your life. Uh, I can promise you that. So Viktor Frankl was a um, psychologist who was Jewish and was also in Auschwitz, and he okay. is also giving you that perspective of what it was like in Auschwitz from the perspective of a psychologist while he's going through his entire time there. And spoiler alert, he did survive. So you get to see the entire, you know, start to beginning and, wow. and the end of it. Um, it will change your day to day on what you consider to be hard. Yeah. Because you will, you will, you'll read in the morning. You'll be like, you know, I really, I, what am I, what am I doing here? I was complaining about this workout that I wanted to do. And now I'm like, that was so silly goof. Why did I even start to complain about that? Um, I mean, this book has 83,000 plus ratings, 4.7 stars. This is definitely going in my queue. Uh, thank oh, you for so sharing good. that. I mean, especially as entrepreneurs, you constantly need to find new ways to stay motivated and you never know exactly where that motivation is going to come from. Thank you for sharing that. Colin, when you went to exit your company before you got into this marketing world, I know that's a bit of a process. Is there any advice you can extend to our audience who may be in similar shoes getting ready to exit or are in that process? For sure. Um, there's two big things that I recommend for everybody because it, it's super scary and it's a really, it's a weird situation to be in because you basically have to go through it to know how to do it. And so the biggest thing I would say is make sure your bookkeeper or accountant knows your numbers like the back of your hand and can give you anything at a moment's notice. And I mean, like not immediately, but within an hour or so, they need to have everything. The second one would be figure out like you don't have to hire a full legal team, but like if you have a friend of a friend who's a lawyer, like you should hit them up and be like, hey, man, I'm doing this thing. Like, I'd love for you to just kind of review the contract every now and then, like I'll pay you, but it doesn't have to be this whole like we're going to hire a legal team 
and we're going to go out guns blazing. You really don't want to do that, but just have kind of like a guy in the back to just be like, all right, this is cool, man. Like maybe tweak this here, then then send it out. Um, that's the biggest thing. Those two. I like what you said there about utilizing your network, A, finding someone in your network that can help you at a, a cost you can afford perhaps, or B, something I'm starting to get into is fractional employees for a limited time where a fractional CFO for me, some of my accounting, my finances, that's something I'm looking into. You've crushed it out of the park, Colin. Um, before I let you go, though, this is one thing I've asked every guest that's been on the show over the almost the four years now. Which entrepreneur throughout history, dead or alive, are you choosing to sit down with? Oh, man, that's a great question. I'm not limiting to you. Not just dead, not just alive. This is the number one on your list. The knee-jerk reaction to me says Sam Walton, who created Walmart. But I feel like the conversation with Elon Musk would either be super fascinating or he would just talk circles around me. And so... (laughs) I don't know. I'm very hesitant because, you know, he, I feel like he'd be like, this guy's actually dumb. Like, why am I in the same room with this guy? Uh, I think it'd be Sam Walton. I feel like that'd be a really interesting conversation. I love that. Um, for a while on this show, there are spotlight stories, but I went to shorter episodes because I found that's what consumers are looking for. The guests and I would dive into different entrepreneurs and their history and learning his story was unbelievable. But let's delve deeper. Where would the meeting go down if you pick that too? Oh, of course, in a Walmart. I would have to I would have to do it in a Walmart and I would love to do it in a today's Walmart just to see his reaction. Like come to back be and... like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he there's like so many stories where he in the early days of Walmart would literally walk around with a p- a pad of paper and a ruler. And he would measure the like the measurements between aisles and like measure different lengths of the shelves and then write it all down and write it all down and then ask questions. I'd be so curious to put him into a, a modern day Walmart and just see him freak out. I mean, you touched on tapping into your network before, but attention to detail. These are two things that they don't cost money for you to do. And yeah. they, they're so important. It is doing the little things I'm finding now that I'm going past the eight, nine year mark that as I'm starting to get more and more traction, it's because I'm being consistent with the little things, even this show. I mean, we're doing weekly shows now. Uh, December 7th was the first one. So coming on four years, we've got a great episode here with us to close. Where can we find you online, whether it's social media, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever you use? Yeah, I mean, you could find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, I'm on both of them. If you want to be more casual, we can shoot Twitter DMs. Or if you want to be more business buttoned up, like we can obviously do LinkedIn message, no problem. But those are both my spots. Appreciate you sharing that. And of course, the show is at That Entrepreneur Show on all social. And I'm at Vincent A. Lancey. Be sure to head to YouTube at Vincent A. Lancey to see some video clips from today's show. Be sure to check out all Colin's work that is on his socials. And we are signing off here. Colin, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.